to a new RFM. We are talking travel with Barry Warwick here today. And Barry's great on dreaming, aren't you, Barry? And we're going to be thinking ahead. I I certainly am. I'm dreaming when the borders will reopen to other countries as well as our state borders. So, and it may not be too far off, 2024, 2025 well, and counting, but we'll see. Well, it's, it's, it's interesting because um, Princess re, uh, released their world cruise uh, a couple of days yeah. ago. And um, I tell you what, it was hard work getting through uh, or, or just getting that booking done because there were so many people trying to get on that. And uh, Oceana, uh, their world cruise sold out within one day. So um, there's a lot of pent-up demand. So I thought that I'd just whet the appetite, give people something to think about uh, with Africa. Now, Africa. Yeah. <laughs> now, Africa is the second largest continent. Um, it's got 54 countries. And it, I think it's got something for everyone. Okay, because there's a lot of variety, isn't there, in there's, Africa? There's certainly a lot of variety. And you've got the Victoria Falls, um, which on the list that I saw, uh, it was ranking number one, and that's between Zambia and Zimbabwe. Um, the falls have a width of 1,708 uh, metres, and uh, it's just a fantastic place to be and you can do a helicopter flight over the the falls and you look down and there's this waterway that takes the water away and you think how could such a small waterway uh, take away so much water up the top there's something very special about seeing a huge volume of water falling over (laughs) forming a waterfall it's um it's very it's awe-inspiring, isn't it? It, it is awe-inspiring. And, uh, you know, when you see um, a tourist that is stepped over the fence where he shouldn't and is uh, about to be washed away, that gives the heart a little bit more to think <laughs> about. <laughs> I hope they don't do that too often. No, no, <laughs> but I did witness it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Victoria Falls is number one on yeah. the list. And number two is the wildebeest migration in Kenya and Tanzania. And it's, um, you know, it's one of the great things that uh, everyone who is interested in wildlife uh, should have the opportunity of, of actually going and seeing. So what's special about it? Um, I think it's the scale of the migration, just so many animals. Um, there's something like two million wildebeest that follow the rains. Um, and, you know, they just keep moving. And as the rains fall a little bit further on, they move on. So, yeah, something that's um, certainly different. So we- and you've got zebras, you've got yep. cheetahs, uh, antelope all travelling uh, this trail because obviously uh, lions, they, the, um, just to, to, um, for their tucker. Yes, yeah. so there's, there's the beasts that follow the rain and the beasts that follow the beasts. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it, it's, it's interesting because, you know, part of the year where the, the wildebeest have been is so dry and um, without without food so Mm. what about number four number four is the 
Uh, now, just excuse my Nagorongoro crater. Sorry, didn't get that quite right. But sounded all right to me. It, so it's a crater and it's big, presumably. Yeah, and it's the world's largest inactive uh, volcanic caldera. So okay. it's mm. um, you know it's something certainly. Uh, Brilliant uh, to or 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 inspiring to see as well. And don't a lot of animals congregate inside? Have I seen that um, somewhere? They certainly do. There's there's uh, there is a huge amount of uh, animal life within it. Um, you know everything from flamingos through to um, zebras, wildebeest, lions, elephants, all the animals that you would expect all the big in ones. Africa. Number four. Oh is the Volcanoes National Park in Rwanda. It's a rainforest area. It encompasses five of the eight volcanoes um, in the Virunga Mountains. Um, And it's also um, home to a gorilla population Uh as well. So, you know, again, something, uh, the nature... uh, part of Africa that that you're seeing. And then number five is the Okavango Delta. Now, the Okavango Delta is when um, the Zambezi River, which Victoria Falls is, floods and it travels down and uh, it spreads out over um, an almost desert-type area to form great lakes and canals and, again, Huge amount of of uh, animals uh, that come there. You've got uh, lots of uh, hippopotami as well, so giraffes. It, so it's a brilliant uh, area for, for wildlife as well. Talking travel on to NURFM and Barry Warwick, you're taking us through some of the real highlights of Africa. We've seen plenty of animals in the first five. Um, have we got more animals to come? Well, num- number six is still well. It's actually uh, Mount Kilimanjaro uh, in Tanzania, uh, and it's the uh, highest mountain in Africa. It's uh, the fourth most uh, topographically prominent peak on Earth. So, again, something that's well worth seeing. A little bit different, uh, but I, then I believe it's quite demanding to walk up as well. I could have, yes, I, I think it would be beyond my uh, capabilities at this stage. But Lovely uh, to look at. It would be a, a wonderful exercise. Uh, number seven is Mazuga in the Sahara Desert or Sahara Dunes in Morocco. And um, usually you go out in uh, there on a camel train. Mm. So, and I've actually done it. And it is an amazing experience and you usually sleep out in the desert overnight and then um, take the camel back to civilization <laughs> the next day. And number eight, we're moving back into the animal world and uh, Kruger National Park. And I think everyone's heard of uh, Kruger National Park as being one of the uh, all-time great parks. For safaris and uh, For s- experiencing life yeah. out there. And preservation of animals, although there's still a lot of, um, uh, I, I guess, poaching that goes on, okay. particularly with the rhinos. But 
at least it's the one of the bigger efforts in saving animals. Um, back to the the uh, gorillas in Bwindi Impenetrable Forest in Uganda. It's a primeval forest located in the southwestern of Uganda. So again, something that is well worth seeing. And then number ten, another natural phenomena is Lake Malawi in Malawi. And it's known as Lake Nyasa in Mozambique. It's got the most variety of fish in any lake in the world. So That's interesting. So it must be a pretty big lake. It is. It's the third largest and the second deepest lake in Africa. And I think it rates about number seven on the world scale. So it's certainly a, an interesting place to go. So it's number 10, wasn't it? That's number 10. Let's have another one. Number 11 is Cape Town. And that's one of my favourite cities as well. It's beautiful. Uh, You've got Table Mountain. Uh, You can go down from there to the further southern tip of Africa. Uh, You've got vineyards. It's just a really nice area and well worth seeing. And then number 12, which is... Something that I really do want to see, it's Lake Nakura in Kenya and it has this amazing population of pink flamingos. So something that is totally a little bit different for for us and into the bird life rather than the animal life. Yeah, I think that is something. Once we've read about that, we think, yeah, that's an image that stays with us, the flamingos. Yeah. It hosts over 400 species of birds, wow. not just the, the mm. flamingos. So, mm. Um, mm. yeah, something that is really, Great really special. Great for twitches, but also for <laughs> the rest of us as well. Travel is the topic on 2NURFM. And Barry Warwick, we'll take a look at some of the hot deals, but there are some different things, some innovative things coming out for they, us. There certainly are. Look, well... In some ways, it's going back to visit historical times when Qantas and ANSET were around and they used to market these mystery flights. Well, Qantas, in order to keep their planes in the air, I guess, have opted to to sell some mystery flights in Australia. And these are, in previous times, that was an overnight. But these days, it's just a day trip and it includes you sightseeing and you're going to regional areas but I think it's a wonderful concept but you just don't know where you're going to end up so you might end up at Ballina you might end up at Dubbo you might end up at Broken Hill you just don't know until you get on the um, on the aircraft so uh, it's got to be with it well they keep it within two hours flying time Right, so it's within New South Wales mostly. Well, it um, no, that does give them scope to to actually get you a little bit further north into Queensland. So for the day, so uh, the, there's some out of Queensland, some out of uh, Sydney. Um, I believe that they're now fully sold out, but it's just interesting. Uh, it's been popular. It might be something that comes back onto the agenda. Mm. And the other thing that uh, is driving demand, I think, is the fact of vaccinations. And uh, a lot of the cruise companies are now starting to release their policies regarding that. Uh, Their crew has to be fully vaccinated. Most of the cruise companies have come out with that. And a lot of them are insisting that the passengers also be fully uh, vaccinated. So... 
Uh, that's the policy moving forward. Whether it's still early days and there's time for change, but at least uh, we're getting some information coming through. And there's lots of, uh, they're starting to sell their 2022 and 2023 cruise season. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, um, Princess released their world cruise for June the 4th, 2023, ex-Sydney. So it's uh, people are looking ahead and there's a lot of pent-up demand. Um, and with that pent-up demand, you've got uh, Penant, which is an expedition company. They're actually bringing two vessels to the Kimberley uh, to do Kimberley cruises. Uh, season of... Uh, 14, I think, southbound between Darwin and Broome and uh, 12, uh, the uh, northbound. So, again, a really interesting time for uh, for cruisers or, or people that are interested in, interested in cruising. Also, we've got Evergreen, which is one of the scenic uh, companies. Uh, they've released a 12-day Kakadu Kimberley Explorer. So, again, concentrating within Australia for until we're able to travel once again to further afield. And uh, people are very inventive. They are always thinking up new routes and how to make the most of that for how we can make the most of that. I think so. And cruising seems to... There's a lot of uh, new itineraries coming out. So... Uh, there's the traditional ones, but lots of new ones as well. Fascinating. So it's something to keep our eyes open for and do a bit of dreaming as well. That's right. 2022, 2023. Here we come. (laughs) Thank you, Barry Warwick, and we will talk travel again next Friday after the 1 o'clock news on 2NURFM.